I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia. Snow podcast is better than no podcast. What? Kate, have you ever seen the 1998 film Jack Frost? No. Do you remember there was a period uh, last year where I was sending you lots of gifts from it? I was texting you lots of gifts of this big <laughs> yeah, snowman. Sure. I don't remember anything from any part of COVID times, and it's still COVID times, so I don't remember anything. But yes, I do. I remember you sending me and then cackling when I would open them and be like, what What is this? I became like obsessed with this film, having not rewatched it still since childhood, but for some reason I like remembered it existed and was fascinated with sending you um, dumb gifts from it and stuff, even though you haven't seen it. So Kate, this film titled Jack Frost was released in theaters December 11th, 1998. It was written by Mark Steven Johnson, Steve Bloom, Jonathan Roberts, and Jeff Cesario. Four writers, not always a bad thing, but usually not a good thing. It's directed by Troy Miller. It's his first feature-length film. Um, Was it his last? No. Later, his next movie, I think he's made four, but his next movie was Dumb and Dumberer, When Harry Met Lloyd, the Dumb and Dumber sequel, or prequel, excuse me, that has no involvement from the cast. It's like younger, early 20s guys playing them in high school anyway it's not great but his credits this guy troy miller are so weird he like was the producer of the mr show with bob and dave which is a great show very entertaining he's done like lots of comedy specials he co-created viva la bam bam margera show which we've watched on this podcast oh yeah he also and this isn't a great credit so arrested development was created by a guy named mitch hurwitz Mm -hmm. this guy troy miller is the like co-showrunner in the revival seasons of it. So Mitch Hurwitz came back, but this guy... So his track record's not great. Not great. In this movie, Kate, Michael Keaton. You like Michael Keaton. Oh, I do love Michael You're Keaton. Big, yeah, right? Mr. Mom, Birdman. Beetlejuice? Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'll find your dog. Do you, do you like his Batman? Have you seen his Batman? Oh, uh, I don't think I've seen Michael Keaton's Batman. Whoa. Yeah. Really? Neither of them? Not even the one with Danny no. DeVito as the Penguin? No. Oh, my God. What? Hang on. We should really... <laughs> it's a shame, and maybe this is a problem with our show, that we're not doing things that we I know would be uh, perhaps Actually more popular, more yeah. entertaining, more desired by our fans. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this Jack Frost episode first before we ever get to Michael Keaton's Batman. But you know what, Kate? In the new year, my podcast resolution is to get to the Michael Keaton Batmans. We've only seen... We saw uh, Batman Forever... The Jim Carrey, uh, Riddler, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones one. We still need to watch Batman and Robin with George Clooney and uh, the two Michael Keatons. Anyway, so Kate, in this movie, Michael Keaton, through a series of events, becomes a snowman. What? The snowman is like a animatronic puppet thing built by the Jim Henson Creature Shop. Is it a metaphor for like being a dad who's not super involved? Uh, He's a cold dad, <laughs> and then he became an ice dad. A snow dad, as they say in the oh movie. Oh my god! This line has burned into my memories. I st- I swear I've not rewatched this since I saw it on VHS as a little boy. Snow dad is better than no dad. So just a little bit of trivia. George Clooney. Speaking of George Clooney and Batman, George Clooney was supposed to be the star of this movie leading up to it. They start building the puppet. Sam Raimi was going to direct it with George Clooney as the snow dad. Weird choice. I guess I guess Sam Raimi's really into body horror, <laughs> and this is like a piece of body horror. Truth. Truthfully, during this phase of Sam Raimi's career, he made a lot of, like, normal-ish movies. Like, Like pretty normal movies. Um, The Gift? I haven't seen any of these movies. A Simple Plan? Things you've never heard of. Just, like, normal adult movies. Just like, just like normal. Regular person movies. Just nor, yeah, non-Evil Dead-esque movies. And then finally, thank God he got out of that and st- made Spider-Man, you know. He actually went to make Spider-Man instead of this. This was, was on his docket. So, Sam Raimi departs. George Clooney departs. They are stuck with a puppet that is based on George Clooney. And I don't know if it's just the power of suggestion, and I can't wait to show you the snowman, but 
I swear now that I've heard that, I'm like, oh my god, it looks just it like looks George like Clooney. But uh, Michael Keaton has a pretty distinct sort of eyebrow ridge, too, so yeah. it works, I think. I had this on VHS. Uh, I was intrigued, but also kind of scared of it. My memory of it is fairly foggy. I'm really curious to see this again with you. I have to mention this, though. Confusingly, the year prior to this, 1997, an R-rated horror movie about a snowman guy came out, also called Jack Frost. This is a totally unrelated PG family film, but it is kind of weird that they were released a year apart. Was it confusing for kids? No, I just think it's odd. When Years ago, when I first kind of vaguely remembered this, I started looking it up, and I'm like, Jack Frost, what? This is a horror movie? I don't... I, surely my mother did not buy and show me uh, a R-rated snowman horror movie, but maybe that's why I was scared of it, but it's not. It's just odd. It's kind of weird. Uh, this movie, though, however, is a famous box office flop, and it did not remake its budget in theaters. Wow, great. Can't wait to watch it. To, to watch this, this great winter... I don't even know if it's Christmas-related. This is our final Christmas episode for the, the podcast season, and uh, here we are. Charlie. Charlie. You were? Mm-hmm. Wow. Looked like you were sleeping. Didn't it look like you were sleeping? Uh, you looked like you were asleep, Charlie. Looked exactly like you were sleeping. I was waiting up for you. Oh. Okay, you can go back to sleep. I just want to say hi. Oh, I want to give you a weather update, too. It's snowing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here's your first glimpse of the snowman. Oh, my God. <laughs> it could be um, It could be it could either, either Michael Keaton right? or George Clooney. But know that it was it was George Clooney. So, look, it's Christmas Day or Eve right now. So, good. It is a Christmas movie. All right. So, Michael Keaton is playing a, a blues band front man. His he's name. The Jack Frost Band. His legal name, I think, is Jack Frost. And he's, he's the front man of the Jack Frost Band. I could actually believe that Michael Keaton was in a blues band, you know? He's just like a sweaty, washed-up-looking guy. All right, so we're in central Colorado. Looks snowy. And was there a key detail that Michael Keaton, though middle-aged, has still not broken through? Yeah. His band. Yep. He deserves it. He deserves to break out. The radio is playing him, yeah, but yeah. making a big point about how he's not a super successful, successful yeah musician i was gonna say who's that giant woman but it's just an adult walking around kids all right so it's the last day before winter break these kids are extremely relaxed <laughs> for the level of fervor that you usually see moment. oh there we go okay. yeah no okay so the little boy who maybe maybe that's michael keaton's son i don't know he's climbed a hill and the kids are going insane. It's like Vietnam down there. <laughs> See how quickly you were to judge right. this. Oh, it is like Vietnam because it's yeah, a look. big uh, snowball fight. Okay. All right, this is funny. They're like the seventh graders have us pinned down. They're being shot at with huge slingshots. That kid is smoking. <laughs> no, no, he's saying a slim jerky. jim. It's a slim jim. <laughs> it's supposed to look like a cigar, though. This is funny. <laughs> this is actually funny. I'm I was, laughing. I'm I was laughing. not expecting this to be good. Maybe it's not, but so far, this is a pretty good, good bit. You got this little kid pinned down in a foxhole. Eat snow what? You little wieners. <laughs> oh, that's the youngest Lawrence brother. You still don't know anything about the Lawrence brothers. No. I feel like they've come up before on here. We'll, we'll get to them. Kid with the hat there with the flaps. He's a, he's a Lawrence. There's many of them. They were really popular in this era. All right, so the bully's name in this is Rory Buck, which is a great name. <laughs> is that kid wearing a cowboy hat to school? Yeah, it's Denver. Look how much spiked gelled hair there is so the hair gel budget for this movie must have been astronomical no wonder it failed to recoup its profits so i know the school day is over and it's not these teachers responsibility nope, uh -uh. however it is the end of their contracted day no 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 
here's the problem. They are on a playground, which we have to assume is the school playground. The teacher should have at least shooed them a little further off the property <laughs> before they could completely abdicate their responsibility. This family has some weird energy. This is a weird family. For some they, reason, I was convinced they were going to be divorced. They appear to love each other. Yeah, no, it's you know? not. they're not even close to being divorced. Yeah. They seem to be doing great. They go out, they make their snowman. That's nice. His music is not that big of a strain on the family. They yeah. all seem supportive. All right, so Mrs. Wilkins, their neighbor, is like, Welcome home, Jack. Now go back to bed. Trying to steal their family joy. This family seems weirdly well-adjusted. So? So? Is there anything you need to show me? Like? Like, you know, something in the shape of a present. Oh, you mean like from the gig? Yeah. You mean like maybe those plastic swords they stick through the olives and the onions? Oh, yeah, like for the uh, martinis that Mom packs for my lunch. Oh, Mom's making you martinis for lunch? I'm up to two now. Oh, good. Two a day. Good. Yep. <laughs> That's the weirdest exchange. It's actually very funny. But it's like, what did you bring me from your gig? And he's like, oh, I got you little uh, toothpicks that you would put through the olives in a martini. And he's like, Dad, I'm up to two martinis a day in my lunch. <laughs> Mom makes them for Just me. like a deadpan <laughs> delivery. It's actually, it's actually very it's funny. It's really good. This kid's pretty good, actually. This wife's a little too supportive. What is she hiding? How long is this holiday vacation? Who's that? Is that the guy from the, the band? That's the keyboard player. I see here. Michael Keaton does a nice job here. His delivery is very good on this kind of hacky dialogue, yeah. right? So, hold on, I still don't get it. I know, but I'll show you when I come back. But, Dad, I gotta learn for the game today. Teacher, when I come back, I gotta go. But, Dad, I don't wanna... But, Dad? Did you just call me But, Dad? <gasps> is that the kind of thing Coach Gronick is teaching you guys? But, Dad? <laughs> By the way, that would make you Butt Boy. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Butt Family. <laughs> That was a genuine chuckle from me. This is funny. We'll, All right, you want to uh, put it in there? You'll put that in. You'll put when that you in edit this, will you put that in? I can't edit. <laughs> can't? I'm just talent. Can or won't? This uh, hockey daddy is taking it a bit too seriously. <laughs> is that in slow motion? Tyler, they got to extend this movie. <laughs> Charlie's just barely clinging to life in this hockey game. Even if Daddy Frost had shown him the special secret move, they would still have lost the game. No need to resent the daddy. It was zero to eight. How much is one hockey point? Are you joking? Is it one or is it more than one? Are you, are you kidding? I'm not kidding. It is one point okay. per goal, Tyler. Okay, thank you. I don't know. Some sports are like, oh, this is one hockey point. Some sports are like, this is seven oh for some God. reason. Why is it seven sometimes? How much is one hockey point is right, the tagline for this episode. You've never had a, a problem with it before, but t this is the day where this you realize. The, the Lord has made. I have no masculinity. Is there a dog an outside why dog? Little, why is that little pup out in the How snow? can a dog Where's survive in this climate? Paws. They must be so cold. He's very fluffy, though. Wow, this family dynamic really took a turn. Wow, they were so chummy at the beginning, mm -hmm. and all the resentments have See, really bubbled you, up quickly. Why was this wife so supportive? What is she hiding? Come on, Tyler. You think she was putting on a happy front? Yeah. All right, he promised his son he'd be at his hockey game, and then he wasn't there because he was laying down a track in the recording booth, and it was just going so good. We're getting like a little bit of good dad vulnerability here, you know? Yeah. I like that. It is the plot of every movie we've ever watched on this podcast where a child is upset because their dad is going to go make money. money. I'd be like, go make money. Give me money. Dad, I don't want quality time. What I want is money. Kate, his manager is Robert Baratheon from Game well, of Thrones. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We've been trying to place him. He has driven about halfway to Aspen and then said, screw this. I love my family. Look at this. And I love driving at night in the snow. Nothing will go wrong. For the love of my family will protect me. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is my nightmare. They've done a great job representing how horrible it is to drive like this. We just saw a view from his perspective and you just can't see a thing. I 
mean, they have a pretty nice living right now. I'm not yeah, gonna, they live in they, a suburb of Denver. And how'd they rent this cabin? It's I. He says, we're going to go to the cabin at Pine Top. I think they own this cabin. What? They have a vacation home. Life's pretty nice. One year later now. One year later, Kate. We probably should have checked in with Charlie before the start of Christmas break, a.k.a. the anniversary of his dad's death. The teacher's like, hey, Charlie, how you doing? Bye, have a great break. I need to get to my car as quickly as possible so none of you do anything weird. Don't sit. He's no fun to pick on anymore since his old man died, says the bullies. Yeah, this part really upset me as a, a, a lad. So somehow this keyboard player has been pressed into service as Charlie's pseudo dad. You know what? He was helping hang Christmas lights before he died, so that's true. I think they he's always to, had kind of a. They seem to have been close. See the yeah. au pair. Well, hey, don't go in that ice cave, Charlie. That looks extremely unsafe. Charlie's doing risky behavior, Kate. He's upset. He's not great at shoveling snow either. Okay, honey. Who's more valuable with his life insurance than he ever was with his musician's salary? We have been watching this movie for probably about a third of its entire runtime. No snowman. No fun snowman No yet. snowman. So I was watching this as a kid. I blocked most of it out. Yeah, uh, you probably blocked it out because it was one of the first times you had to contend with the thought of a parent dying. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think your mom watched this with you and scaffolded it. Oh, no, there was she, no previewing. She was she like, didn't... put this on. Yeah, she saw a funny snowman on the car. I mean, I'm just lucky it wasn't the horror movie. Yeah. Oh, my God, do you remember those things? What? That wire and bead. No. Fidget item. I've never seen one. It's like a proto-fidget toy. Did you have one? Yeah. I, like, saved up a, I don't know, something to buy it at, like, the school store, you know? <laughs> He's fun, but not as fun as dead dad. Uh-oh. Manic grief mommy. What's his name? Charlie? Charlie Frost. So, yeah. Charlie, although his dad seemed to have plenty of time for him when he was home, you know? Like, he was taken away by his job doing gig work. Seemed to have plenty of time when he was home and available for his son. He was like, I can't believe it. He had time for this Stevie Ray Vaughan guy, but not for me, his own son. Well, do you think he's also expressing the fact that him being gone that day is literally what killed him? That's possible. That snowman is a special effect, I think, already. That did not look real. Uh-oh. They're hitting us really? with a landslide. I'm surprised they had the budget for this. You know what I mean? It's a Warner Brothers film. Kate. I guess. But you know what I mean? Maybe. So they're, they're hitting us with Landslide by Fleetwood Mac, which is like a weird choice. Total conjecture. Maybe Warner Brothers Music owns their catalog. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, he's sadly building his own snowman by himself. And it is massive. It's huge. It's I very it lumpy. big enough to fit a man in it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This song has always been very, made me emotional maybe it's from this i don't think so. it's it's in another movie i don't know I mean, what it's a great song but i heard it as a kid in a movie and it's always weirdly got me can you handle the seasons of your life why would you name your kid jack frost oh my god we got a slow-mo him putting a scarf on a snowman i'm so confused it's his dad's scarf right it's when he was wearing uh yeah the, you know, I mean, song i'm baffled it. by it they've been using slow motion really poorly throughout yeah. the whole hockey montage and record studio recording session cross-cut montage where both they featured bad very like, poorly done like slow motion you're supposed to film it on a special yeah. slow motion camera and when you don't it looks like this the mom's gonna be like oh my god is that what you think your dad looked like have you forgotten what he looked like did you think your dad was george clooney all right so the dad's been dead for a year uh-huh so his spirit what has it been doing wandering the world has he been in purgatory like what are we looking at point. here i wonder how much information we're gonna get about this movie's version of the afterlife i just have questions i'm so excited for this snowman to finally come to life after this extremely sad sequence with landslide with him crying and building a daddy snowman 
All right, remember, he can hear the harmonica from anywhere. Even the, the uh, I don't know. Swirling afterlife. <laughs> Even hell, wherever he is. This is, like, scary, right? His soul has gone into this snowman. No explanation of where it was for a full year. I, he's going to talk to this everybody. This is, like, the ultimate body horror. This is scary. Yeah. This is absolutely bizarre. I guess that's why they had to make this snowman thick with two C's so that a man yeah. could be inside the snowsuit. You know, sometimes dead is better. Sometimes dead is better. If I came back into a snowman, I would be like, kill me. Melt me. Is Jack Frost the man, a.k.a. Michael Keaton? Is he a sorcerer? Why? Because did he make some kind of evil magic pact here where he's like... I think you're overthinking it. You know? I think it's just... This is a magic harmonica. I think it's more the magic of this child's grief. It's kind of like Frosty the Snowman, but evil, you know? This kid's dad was killed in a car accident, and now he just watched his snowman dad get plowed by plow that's not good get hit by a snow plow he's okay it looks like he didn't get like oh yeah obliterated will ensue yeah now. look he's yeah. just being pushed by oh well maybe into a horrible snowbank it's not like he's been completely uh, uh obliterated but it surely is re-traumatizing right oh no he's fine this is even worse than death his body is coming apart into pieces i don't think his son should see this they'd have a closed casting at funeral probably you know and like, look, he was quippy in life. This is a bit over the top. Every line he has said so far since Reawakening has Too been a wacky. pun. He's like, oh, snow daddy. Here what? we go. What is I don't know. He's just making a lot of snow puns. I wouldn't want this. Oh, it's too zany. I just want to watch a movie about kid grief. I mean, I guess having an evil body horror snowman dad is cheaper than going to therapy. Charlie is now trying to explain to his mom and Mac that the snowman is alive, and obviously they're not buying it. And he's playing Frozen. This is terrible, you know, because, like, obviously, of course, yeah. he it does seem just like an sad expression of grief. But he was right. It really is alive. Is this movie some sort of really ham-handed metaphor for grief? Michael Keaton is so low-key here yeah. for someone who just became reincarnated as a snowman. Yeah. He sees the coach, Sid, Henry Rollins, is like, hey, Sid, how's it going? Hey, guy. Does he have supernatural snowball-throwing abilities because right. he's made I, of snow? I guess. Wow, Elf really is derivative of this, right? Mm -hmm. This looks just like the scene where Buddy the Elf throws yeah. tons of snowballs at rapid speed. Who knew Michael Keaton's horrific reincarnation snowman did it first? So now in death, they're going to have the quality father-son time that this child craved so much. Yeah, because he can't play music, right? This movie was, like, pretty good in the first chunk, right? And oh, yeah. The deterioration of Absolute quality. crumb. It's kind of jarring how not good it got. Yeah, yeah. He turned around during the chase. A bully, two bullies threw snowballs at him, which became breasts, basically. He contemplated if he wanted to keep them and then said, eh, nah, and then removed them from his body. Here's my question. Are the other children seeing this <laughs> walking, talking snowman? They seem to be handling it very well, if so. That's a good know? point. Those kids are just crushed to death by snowballs. A giant Massive like a snow boulder. In an avalanche. Oh, now they're snowboarding. He's broken the sled into two, and they're like weird snowboards, which they're also both great at. Wow. Like, this doesn't seem real. Like, it seems like a parody of a movie, it's, right? Yes, 100%. He won't stop making low-quality jokes. Snow jokes. Low-effort, yeah. low-quality jokes. He, Just like, got... Low-hanging fruit. He got squeezed between two trees and became, like, cartoonishly skinny. Hey, I lost some weight. Then he shoots out of a tunnel and goes, shredding, which isn't even a joke. He caught some air and goes, big air. <laughs> Like, a kind of Beetlejuice-esque, but, like, not in a good way. No. <laughs> he well, he just said big carve. <laughs> what is that? Is that a thing? Yeah, Carving? Yeah. 
They really just glossed over a very interesting opportunity, I think, here. Earlier, the yes. mom made a big point about how he was never around for so all these huge moments of the son's life. She's mm-hmm. given him a lot of deserved flack. And Charlie's, like, grilling him because he doesn't believe it's really his dad, which raises other questions, like, who is this living snowman if not your dad? They really could have Yeah, they could have made a really along, great right? point about, like, oh, yeah, I realize I really wasn't there for any of the important things because I don't know anything about you, my son, but... He then called him Charlie Boy. And that was a it. Completely normal. Uh, <laughs> An easy to guess nickname. Easy to guess nickname. Just add boy on the end of your son's name. Right. He was like, it is truly you, my dad. Wow, I believe you immediately. And they specifically referenced the hamster, which is something she said, but they didn't even take a... This movie's two hours plus, Kate. Oh my God. They didn't no. even... Uh, sorry, just break that to you. They didn't even uh, take the time for that. What are they taking the time for? Charlie has opened all the windows in the house to keep it cold in there for the snowman. Mm -hmm. This mom cannot afford to have all the windows open. She's a single parent. She's paying a heating bill. It's just silliness, Tyler. I was going to say, it seems like there's not enough communicating going on, for especially for this grief kid, but it was the 90s. Yeah. This probably is a normal amount of communication. (laughs) Oh, my God. He has to just stand here outside the house all day. Mm -hmm. You've got no phone. Except for a few moments. He can't scroll and entertain himself. Charlie's friends are watching him wheel his snow dad around in like a wagon. And the friends are like, man, what's going on? And the other friend's like, he's just grieving. Why is there just a random British man in this town of Medford, Colorado, population 186? The first question I would have had for him, and Charlie has not brought this up yet, is like, what was your consciousness like for the last year? Did you go anywhere? Did you just die an instant to you? Has no time passed? Like, yeah. do you think you just died? Now we're just happily playing hockey. Oh, now we're going to have a hockey montage. They fashioned a, uh, a net out of some briars. The snowman dad is like, hey, you got to get it together. Like, I want to see you get back on the hockey team that you quit. You got to get your grades together. And this kid's like, why the hell did I reanimate you, you shambling corpse? They're fighting and inside the mom and what's the friend's name? Mac. Mac are watching. The one British man. But because the Michael Keaton's snow body is his back is to them, it just looks like Charlie is yelling at a snowman, which also only Charlie and the coach, Henry Rollins, have mm-hmm. talked to him. So it, I guess the point is that so far it kind of could just be like a this is all in his imagination thing. I don't think that's what they're getting at, but way to go, Mac. Mac walks Charlie to the, the Shiver Fest downtown, and he brings him right up to the father-son snowman building competition. Really rub it in, Mac. Well, I'm a new dad, son. Yeah, Mac is a better dad than the yeah, dad. 100%. Very thoughtful and profound, very kind and caring, works a steady job at the hardware store. Not looking so good for the dad here. The DJ literally, who's giving us the weather on the radio, said, it's hot enough to melt the snowman. Just in case. I can suspend my disbelief for the talking snowman, but I can't suspend my disbelief for this 12-year-old's level of introspection. It wasn't just about hockey when you were teaching me about hockey, was it? Hmm. Man, look at uh, Andy Lawrence's wide whale corduroy shirt. It's looking good. I want one. Andy Lawrence? Is that his name? I don't know. I think you might be right. I think he made up his name. I think it's Andrew Lawrence. So Jack Frost, because it's too hot and he just can't move very fast, he has recruited the family dog, which is a very small little doggy, to pull him on a sled like a like a snow dog. But he's literally whipping him. And we're watching him just like melt and die in the heat. This is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. I feel like it's super long, but there haven't even been that many scenes. No, no. Right? I feel like there's been like five different scenes in this whole two-hour film. This is supposed to be silly. He has to get across the parking lot to get into the ice rink, but it's like really hot. 
you know, parking lot asphalt. It's a good metaphor for parenthood, you know? You're all used up by the time you get there, you know? <laughs> They're being so silly about it, but the consequences are that his, like, eternal soul will depart this earth. It just feels like a mismatch of tone and consequence. Yes, That's baby. all. Is that this whole movie? Yes, baby. There's that slow motion again. It's the worst slow motion I've ever seen. Also, his snow dad gave him one one-hour hockey lesson. Yep. And now he's the All best player on the team. Yeah, this mom has been shepherding him through his grief while dealing with her own profound loss. And now the dad spends one hour practicing hockey with him and he's Mr. Big Hero. Huh? Huh? I really got my fingers crossed that it's going to turn out that this is realistic and it is all sort of a, a metaphor for grief, but that's all going to hinge on whether or not he gets to talk to the mom, right? Okay, so they've squandered their chance to make this a uh, a grief metaphor. Yeah. The bully has now met and spoken to the snow dad. All right. Snow dad's better than no dad. Let's go. There it is, Kate. Snow dad's better than no dad. He made up with his bully. Yeah, he reckons how his bully no by bonding over the fact that not having a dad is upsetting. The worst thing that could possibly happen, <laughs> apparently. Wow. All right, now we're going all the way up to where the air is chilly. Oh my God, they're going to jump out of the moving truck? Yeah, why not? To the old mountaintop where your dead dad can live forever. Yep. Oh God, its lips were horrible. <laughs> so... The snowman's prehensile evil <laughs> lips were just touching Charlie's forehead and they were yeah, disgusting. Yeah, gave him like a nice little, little kiss on the forehead. Oh, he's talking to his wife over the phone. This is scary. Yeah. yeah, this mom thinks it's like an EVP, like like a <laughs> fucking haunted static thing. Oh, it's he like was... your dead husband he... is talking to you. That's his movie later, White Noise, another terrible Michael Keaton movie. It was basically like a hostage phone call. He was like, he's safe, he's fine. Go up to Pine Chop at the cabin. <laughs> this... After all of this, the trials and tribulations, he couldn't have just died yesterday. He had to make his, his kid drive him all the way up here, abduct his kid. This movie right now really thinks it's emotionally touching, right? <laughs> yeah. It is convinced. This movie is high on its own supply, Kate. It is not great. Smelling itself. Just because they had a great act one. Which actually was making us both tear up. They think they can get us here. There is no chance. Anyone. Oh my god, now the mom's stuck driving, trying to drive up to Pine Top, Donner Party style. They're all going to die up here. Mac didn't even Why come with her. Why would have brought Mac? Yeah, where's Mac? What in this movie gave us any indication that Charlie's going to be a good man? The dad was like, you're going to be a good man, son. Like, does he need to just make peace with the fact that he's going to... He can't die again. Re-enter the void? <laughs> like, oh. Whoa, whoa, he's, he's human transformed again. transformed back into a man. Wow. Startling. Whoa. What? So he's just kind of like a glowy, translucent, yeah, he's like a spectral ghost. They're trying to pluck our heartstrings so hard right now. They haven't put in the work. No, they did, and then they squandered it all heartily by making him a living snow puppet for most of the movie. <laughs> it could have been a really great metaphor for grief. Yeah, now we we are a hundred percent confirmed that he truly was inhabiting that snowman. It was not just a sort of thought experiment by Charlie to help him get over it. I hope my spirit comes back and inhabits it the day. He blew away when I will always hear you. Oh, I got sucked back into the sun. And then we got some Lisa Loeb in the soundtrack just to remind us that it is, in fact, the mid to late 90s. <laughs> Why do you dream, Tyler? Did you see me going down? You know, the nice thing about having these big balls, excuse me, for snowboarding is look how you can move around them. You know, I like I like the roundedness. You can throw your weight over, shift it on this side of the board, catch an edge. Better than being skinny. Hold on, hold on. You almost got me killed. Hey, I saved your butt, too, pal. Yeah, right. So I'm supposed to believe that you're my dad? Hey, do me a favor. Go easy on me, because I'm having a little bit of trouble dealing with it myself, okay? You know, he died a year ago. I know. 
I was there. This is pretty crummy. Act one, not so bad. Seriously. When Michael Keaton was a real man. But then, he came back as a snow puppet. And that was really crummy. It was like two different people wrote the first act and the second act. Totally. It makes me wonder, since Michael Keaton was on set, you know, had some level of autonomy just because he was actually there, was he like salvaging a, just a terrible script? You know, maybe some of that was kind of done on the days while they were there. Because Michael Keaton has no ability to do anything. He can't make any decisions when he's just doing a voice. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I agree with you. The, the beginning was delightful to the point where, like, both of us seemed to have the preconceived notion going in, right, that it was going to be bad. Yeah. Did you feel that way? Absolutely. And then I was pleasantly surprised yeah. watching it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, maybe this will be good. And it was. It was, so, it was maybe not so good. Don't, was, don't say so good, it, it was pretty darn good. But, yeah, as soon as he became a snowman, the part that, again, as a kid, I was so waiting for to see a big snowman man, all he did was just say weird jokes. Yep, lots of snow-based puns. None of them were good. Yeah. And that was it. That's my biggest problem with it, too, the tone and those parts. It's like this whole movie is just like a bit where you're like, ugh, how distasteful. Like, yeah. we're going to bring the dead the dead dad back for this poor grieving family. And then when he yep. gets there, all he's going to do is be like, ah, I'm shredding. Whoa, big air. Yeah, man. Uh, snow. Uh, my snowballs hurt. Ooh. And you're just like, okay, is this a movie about grief? Why is this Why is this happening at all, this part? No, yeah. Wow. Not great. Sorry to subject you to that, Kate. Yeah, I, I recommend to everyone out there watching the first, you know, uh, hour, roughly, of this film. Maybe a little less. Watching the first 45 minutes of it. And then maybe just, like, fast-forwarding to see what the snow puppet looks like. But once you've seen it, that's it. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, I guess we'll see you next year. <laughs> I would argue that no movie is better than Snow Movie. Once upon a time... In the town of Medford, there lived a man named Jack Frost. Happy holidays! You guys are great! Are all musicians really flaky? Yeah. He had a beautiful wife and a loving son, but his job kept him away from home. I brought you this. Your harmonicas? I got that the morning you were born. When you play that, no matter where I am, I can hear it. Then one night, something happened. <laughs> something terrible. That turned into something wonderful. I'm home. Charlie, it's me, it's Dad. supposed to believe that you're my dad? You were the one who played on the magic harmonica. I thought you made that up. So did I. Let's hear those selected dance jingles. Two stick arms. Hey, that's my branch! Stockies. Well built. Shredding! Oh! Hey, I slimmed down. Whoa! Thanks for giving me a second chance to be your dad.
Warner Brothers is proud to present Michael Keaton. I'm a frozen freak of nature. And Kelly Preston. Freeze, mister. She's obviously not talking to me. In the story of a man who got a second chance to be the world's coolest dad. As long as you hold someone in your heart, you can never lose them. Jack Frost. 